are going to be speaking on the healing of the whole man. God wants the whole man well, healed. In Matthew chapter 9, verse 12, that's where I will start for you to understand. And I'm going to tell you how the service is going to go. You are going to go to the healer today. You will be going to the healer today. You will be going to the great physician today. And he will heal you. He will. He's already spoken to my heart during praise and worship that, Son, go, I'll heal them today. So if you're suffering emotionally today, if you're suffering from depression today, if you're suffering from anxiety or panic attack today, God's going to do a miracle in your life today. Count that thing behind you because the Holy Spirit is here and He will heal you. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. God's given me over these weeks as we've been praying. He's given me exactly what He wants me to do. And then I'll turn it over to Him. You obey and He will heal you. I guarantee you if you follow through today, God will touch your life and God will heal you. Not because I said so, but because He is God. And he is faithful to his word. I'm going to let you know something that the Holy Spirit is right here today. He is right here today. The one who put Adam together after he was formed with clay. God breathed the Holy Spirit, the breath of God on him. That's the breath of the Holy Spirit. And Adam became a living being. That's what's going to happen to you today because the Lord is going to breathe on you and your life is going to be put back together by His Word. Amen. Jesus said this in Matthew chapter 9 verse 12. He said, those who are well have no need of a physician. Those who are well have no need of a physician. But those who are sick. In this one statement, Jesus is putting out himself to be your physician if you're sick. Now, when you go to your doctor, you don't just sit down and stare at him. He's going to ask you questions. You're going to talk to him about what's going on. Where you've been. When did this start with you? That's how you deal with the doctors of the earth. They're practicing. Jesus don't have to practice. He knows. He is the great physician. You have to talk to him today about what's going on in your life. When your life got hurt. When the pain started in your life. And then you tell him. Now he has medicine that can reach places in your life that natural medicines cannot reach. He will do that today. You know Jesus gave us his mission when he came. When he went to Nazareth, he, uh, he, they gave him the Bible. And the Bible, the Bible tells us he opened the Bible. And he found there in the Bible, in the book of Isaiah, he found there where, well, let me put it this way, he found himself in the Bible, in the book of Isaiah. And in verse 18 he said, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he has anointed me to preach the gospel, gospel, good news to the poor. There is good news for you today. You are going to be well. To preach the gospel to the poor. Then he said, he has sent me to heal the brokenhearted. 
He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted. Now let me tell you this. Why would God send Jesus to the earth to heal the brokenhearted if we don't have brokenhearted people in the world? Every one of us have been hurt. Every one of us. We're not talking about my, bro- my boyfriend or my girlfriend broke my heart. That's not what we're talking about right here. Your heart is your spirit. That's the real you. When that heart, your spirit is broken, you can never really reach the potential that God created you to reach in life. And that's why Jesus was sent to heal the brokenhearted. And all of us have broken hearts. And he will put our hearts together. He said, God sent him to heal the brokenhearted. To proclaim liberty to the captives. When your heart is broken, you're taken captive. You can never really be yourself anymore. Because your heart has been broken. So he's going to preach good news to you. That you, your broken heart is going to be healed. And God will get you out of your captivity. To proclaim liberty. After he's healed you, he says, now you're free. Liberty to the captives. The recovery of sight to the blind. Recovery of sight, meaning you had eyes before you could see. But your broken heart caused your eyes to be blind. We're not talking about physical blindness. And if you're blind, it's hard to really work. It's really hard to operate. You can't really move very fast. Your life is damaged. You're blind. So it's a recovery of sight so that you can see again and see your way to success in life. That God, I mean to worship God with all of your heart and be head and not tail, above and not beneath, and be the type of man that God created you to be. And that's what Jesus came. That was his mission, to make sure that happens in your life. And today is that day. Let me go further. He says, to set at liberty those who are oppressed. A lot of people don't know that they are being oppressed. It's not the, the, the one who is going through depression or anxiety alone that is being oppressed. In, in Acts chapter 10, the, the Word of God tells us how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power who went about doing good, healing all who were oppressed by the devil. So when your heart is broken, you go into captivity and the enemy oppresses you. So we got recovery of sight, liberty to the oppressed, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. To proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. Now, 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 2 tells us, In the acceptable time, I have heard you. In the acceptable time, I... To preach the acceptable year of the Lord. In the acceptable time, I have heard you. In the day of salvation, I helped you. And God says, look, behold, now is the accepted time. It's now, today, that you're looking at me. God saying the time is here. This time for your recovery has come. It's right now. Today, now is the accepted time. Behold, look, 
The word behold means look. This is your day of freedom. The word salvation is to make whole in every area of life. To be made whole. That's your day. This is what the scripture is telling us. Jesus came to preach the acceptable year and he said to them, Today this scripture is fulfilled before your eyes. You are looking at your acceptable time. That's what he was saying now. You are looking at him right now. You are looking at your recovery. He's right here with you. You are looking at your healing. You are looking at your freedom from captivity. That's what Jesus was saying. And Jesus finished the work. In Isaiah chapter 53 verse 4 through uh, 4 and 5. He says, surely he has borne our grief. You heard him because of something that's come into your life. He bore that grief. Surely, no doubt about it, He bore your grief and bore our sorrows. He finished the work. Yet we esteem Him stricken, smitten of God, by God and afflicted. He says, but He was wounded for our transgressions. That's what brought all of this upon us. He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. What will bring us shalom, what will make us completely whole, was put on him. The punishment was put on him so that we can have peace. So that we can never be oppressed by anyone, no devil, no demon. The chastisement, because of all that's happened, was placed on the Lord Jesus Christ so you don't have to suffer it. That's why he says it's good news to proclaim the gospel. Good news that yes, you can pray. If you believe it, God frees you instantly. Because now is the accepted time. Today is the day. So Jesus finished his work. And by his stripes, we are healed. And so we get healed today. Let me talk a little bit about the true self. Every child that's born into the world is born with the true self. But as soon as the child is ushered into our world, the damage begins. It's an amazing thing when a child is born... The parents are rejoicing as soon as the child comes out, but the child is crying. Have you noticed that? Parents are rejoicing, but the child is crying. <laughs> what have I gotten myself into, the child says. The parents are happy. We got a new one. And the child says, this looks different. It's not going to be easy. So they cry. It's very important. Innately, something inside them tell, tells them something's not going to be good out here. So their true selves, from the day they were born, begins to be damaged. And if you read in Ezekiel chapter 36, God made it very clear. Verse 25, 26, God says, I'll give you a new self, a new heart, and a new spirit. I'm going to give you a new spirit. I'll make everything new. He said, then I'll put my spirit inside of you. And then I will move you. Read that. Ezekiel chapter 36, verse 25, 30, 26. I will move you. He said, I will move you and you will begin to follow my ways. Because as you follow his ways, he blesses you. But you got to get that in your heart broken. That was broken. So a lot of things begin to damage our lives and make things difficult for us. Once you are born into the same uh, cursed world, the trouble begins. From the things that you see going on, 
people dying of diseases. I remember as a child, it, many things didn't make sense. I didn't understand it. Plagues. It, it, sometimes you think there's good man and then he dies. All of those things affect the way we see the world. These things bring fear into our lives. We begin to consider, what about this? These people, it's a good family. They had a good family. Now, a car crash, everybody dies. And you're a kid. You, that was your friend. The friend is gone. And you can't explain why. The world is a hard place. And all of this affects the way you see the world and the way you see yourself. Your heart's been damaged. Your heart's been damaged. So, they say, for number one, the things that cause your heart to be damaged is the same cost world. Things happen. You have the plagues. You have tsunami. And a lot of people dying. As a child, you see those things, and they're painful. You, you can't help it. There's nothing you can do. You just observe and wonder what your loss is going to be. And it affects the way you see the world and your heart. Jesus was the perfect true self. He was the perfect true man on the earth. Because he knew God and knew God's ways. So the same cursed world is the first way that your true self begins to be damaged. The second way is wounds that we suffer from others as you're growing from childhood that you can't explain. The man is supposed to love you, but he's abusing you. Sometimes verbally, sometimes sexually, sometimes physically. You're young. In a place where you should expect love. There's the one that's supposed to love you, he's hurting you. And then they say to you, don't you tell anybody. Don't say a word about this. Now you have to hold all of those things in. Your heart's broken. And there's no one to talk to. You go into elementary school, they say it continues. Friends, teachers, they do things that broke your heart. You get married, the same thing. All of these things happen to us to break our hearts. And your heart's broken. And once your heart is not together, it's really hard to be the one God created you to be. You have to face this thing. You have to be healed. That's why Jesus came to heal the brokenhearted. These things break our hearts. Hard words break our hearts. You're never going to amount to anything in this life. You're a loser. Those words hurt. And they stay and they break people's hearts. Words spoken to you by those that are supposed to love you. Physical abuse. Sexual abuse. When I was in college, I saw some girls. I mean, it was so hard for me. You can tell they were broken. And you listen to them. Their father has abused them sexually. Uncles. And you see them acting it out. Because they're trying to cope. And they're coping with, in all the wrong ways. Sexually, just acting silly. And I'm thinking, what's wrong with you? Why can't you get your life together? Oh, good luck. And then, you know, when I was a kid, really? Your father did that? Yeah. And they carry it. 
a broken heart. And you think that person is going to really rise up to be something great in life? They're already broken. Broken people. And broken people also will hurt people. Hurt people hurt people. And that's what's going on. And then you go past that. The things that you do to yourself because you're broken. Sexual immorality. Just getting loose. Because life doesn't mean anything to you anymore. So you're just acting silly and, 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 and causing your heart more to be broken. You get into relationships that are really not true. You can't even see that this is a terrible relationship because you are broken. Everyone can see this. Is, you shouldn't go out with this guy, but you are in love. And nobody can tell you. Why can't you see it? You're broken. Only after you've gotten into it, that you begin to realize the same circle begins, the abuse again starts, and you are becoming even more broken. Sexual, you're doing things to yourself, abusing drugs, adultery, married, but you're out. And you feel bad. And you can't even tell, why, why am I doing these things to myself? I know this thing's going to cause me trouble, but you can't stop it. Why? You're broken. Your heart is broken. You need to be put back together by the master, who is the great physician. You know, I know of people in college, girls that have... You know, they tell you there's no big deal, but then they commit, you know, abortion, and, and it, it troubles them. It's there. It doesn't go away. It makes you feel like less of a human. God can forgive you and put you on the right path. Everyone's done something bad, but you, Satan doesn't want you to see that. He oppresses you. He says, there's no one like you. You are different. <laughs> you are really wicked, but you did what you did based on what happened way back there. That you've never de- dealt with. But you see, Jesus is the great physician. And he can heal you. And put you back again. And now is the accepted time. God says, I will hear you on a, in an acceptable time. And God says, today is the day. Now is the time. And God will heal you. Amen. God's going to heal you. God's going to heal you. You know, once your heart is broken, I'm going to share some scriptures with you so that you can tell. You know, in Jeremiah, I believe in Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 9 and 10, it says, The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? It says, I, the Lord, if you want your heart's to be put back together, to know exactly what's going on there. He says, I'm the one that can do that. You can't do it. Have you heard people say, I'm trying to find myself? I've heard that. How come you can't find yourself? Because your heart's broken. And only God can help you with that. Nobody, there's no human being that has the ability to really put you back together except God himself. To make you the kind of person he created you to be. And every one of us was created with a great assignment from the Father. God doesn't just create, I want people there. No. Everyone is special to him. Every human being special to him. He says, I, the Lord, I'm the one that searches the, that searches the heart. 
And I test the mind also. You know how our minds play games with us? God says, I, I, I also I test the mind. I'm, I'm the one that can do that. You don't have the ability to think it through. I can do that for you. I can do that for you. Even to give to every man according to his ways, according to his fruit of his doings, God's going to help us today. In Isaiah chapter 53, verse 6, it says, All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. <laughs> My own way of coping may not look right to you and may be silly. <laughs> and for me, I don't like your way either. Everyone is doing his own thing. Because we are broken people. Like sheep, we have gone astray. We've turned everyone to his own way. And the Lord has laid upon him the iniquity of us all. It's the iniquity that's causing the problem. Sin in the world that's causing the problem. That's why we are going astray and hurting ourselves. And we are not able to get to the place where we should go. So how do we get back to our true self? How do we get back to our true self? Jesus was the only one who had the true self. And he promised, I'm going to teach you to get there. We can't rest because we are not whole. We are not completely whole. You love your wife, but you are abusing your wife and you don't know why you're doing it. You declare you love her one day, the next day you are acting in, acting in ways that show... And you hate yourself for it. And the more you hate yourself for it, the worse you get. And there is no hope. Read Romans chapter 7. He alone has the answer. Let me show you what Jesus said. And that's what we're going to be doing today. In Matthew chapter 11, verse 28 says, Come to me. Can you say with that? Come to me. It's up to you. He has already offered himself as the great physician. Those who are sick, who are well, don't need a physician. But those who are sick, they go to the physician. I've had people, they, they're sick, but they don't want to go to the physician. You're going to die. Why don't go to the physician? He's inviting you today. He says, come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden. Are you carrying a load? You're confused? You're suffering anxiety, pain. Jesus said to come. You got all these problems. He said, I will give you shalom, rest. Wellness in every area of life. When your heart's broken, it will affect your finances. Because you don't know how to make right decisions. You make wrong decisions as to who you get married to. You do things that come back to hurt you. Just because somebody did something to you and they also were broken. Somebody did something to them as well. And then we have this cycle of evil going on. But Jesus said, come to me. I invite you today. Come to me. He's here. He said, where two or three are gathered together in my name, I am there in their midst. So Jesus cannot lie. He is here with us today. And he is saying to us, Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He is here this morning. And he is saying to you, and you, come to me. Go to the physician today. Come to me if you are having troubles. Come to me. 
He said, I'll give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. What he's saying, yoke, to yoke means to line, you know, two animals, to put them together so they walk together. That's get your born again experience and get into his program. Amen? Get your born again experience. Be born again. That's his yoke. He came to save. So get his yoke upon you and go with him. Take my yoke upon, him, upon you and learn from me. Because he had the true self. And you can get there if you yoke with him and you begin to learn from him. Learn from me. Then he tells you, for I am gentle and lowly in heart. And you will find rest for your souls. And then he tells you, listen, you don't have to worry about my yoke. My yoke is easy. And my burden is light. What I ask you to do, I will do through you. For you, for your good. He came to heal the brokenhearted. And he's here today. Amen. You know what we're going to do is this. And this is what God showed me. We will reserve the seats up front here. If you have any situation in your life. And I believe sometimes you are not aware. But you are being held back somewhere. But you don't know what's holding you back. Why are you not getting to the place that you really want to get to? There is a force there. Please come and talk to the master. Tell him everything. This seat up front here, will be, we let them up for you. Kneel and talk to him. Tell him about the one who hurt you. When it began. How it's making you feel today. How it's hindering you. And when the pain seems to be more intense, talk to him. Talk to your, your physician. He is the great physician. Kneel here, talk to him about everything. Just as you sit with your psychiatrist to tell him what's happened or her, what's happened to you, why you are so broken, why you're doing these things, I don't know, and, and they tell you, give you an advice, he will speak to you today. Jesus will speak to you. When you stand up from that place, he would have touched you. Otherwise, this is all a joke. But he is the great physician. He'll touch your life today. Your life will never be the same. You may not feel anything, but before long, people will begin to tell you, you act differently these days. Where did you get this new confidence? So we ask you to come and kneel before him and tell him what's going on in your life. Who abused you? When it began, what's the problem, how, how it makes you feel today, let him know all of those. You could talk to a man, but no, we want you to talk to him. He's a person, he can hear you. After you're through with that, we'll have the women on the side, standing in proxy for the one that abused you, and the men on the side. Some men, we've asked some people to stand in proxy. When you're through with Jesus... You need to realize this. Until you forgive, nothing is going to change in your life. You need to forgive those people. That's where the trouble is. You got to forgive. Because holding them in is holding you in captivity. Jesus said, forgive as your heavenly father has forgiven. So you need to forgive. So we need you to go to the person who's standing in proxy for the one who's hurt you. If it was a man that hurt you, that caused you all of this pain, go to a man. 
if it's a woman that did it, go to a woman. So there's going to be a lot of movement. For me, I said yesterday when we had a meeting here, I'm willing to stay here with you till 6 o'clock. I don't care how long. And please don't look at men. Sometimes we are looking at what people think. That's a terrible thing to do. Forget people. Today they like you. Tomorrow they hate you. Today they sing your praise and vote for you. Tomorrow they vote you out of office. So forget people. Don't pay attention to people. They are flaky. They are up and down. Excuse me. Not this standing for, I mean, sitting in front of me. Not all of this. Those of them out there. They change their minds real quickly. So don't pay attention to them. Get well today. So go to the one that's standing in proxy and they will talk to you. They will tell you, I'm standing in proxy for the one that hurt you. We've trained them to do that. And then you can tell them because God gave you the power of imagination. Let me tell you this. Every nice building that you see was in the mind of somebody for years before you saw it. They went through every room in their mind. They saw it. And then the physical thing came up. God gave us that power of imagination. So you can imagine, even though you are seeing the person standing in proxy for the one who hurt you, you look beyond that and you see the person's face and you tell them, you really hurt me in these ways. And they will ask you, would you forgive me? You need to voice it so you hear it. It's very important. It's very important. Romans chapter 10, verse 9 and 10, makes it very clear. If you believe in your heart and you confess with your mouth, then you're saved. You need to hear yourself say, I forgive you. And after you've you've dealt with them, then go to our prayer partners. They will be standing right here. Let them pray with you for your healing. And by the power of God, I knew a lot about uh, physical healing. And I've seen a lot of healing. I've seen deaf ears and all of that. This is something that I had no idea. God gave me this idea, what I'm doing here. Because I didn't know what I was going to do. But he showed me what to do. And so this this is coming from me. So I need you to follow through and get your healing today. And so that your family can be healed and your life can be blessed. Amen. So we're going to be doing that. Uh, If you guys can stand up with me today.